I can see her too. I can see her eyes. I can see her nose. Come on, church. God's opening up his eyes. And you're just going to sit there? Yeah. I can see her collaborate. Oh, I saw her teeth for a little bit. All right. Yeah. We're going to wait and we're going to keep on rejoicing because God's opening up your eyes. You can see her. Like, she's right in front. I couldn't even see her. I saw, like, a shadow too. But I actually, she's clearing up. He's clearing up. I just can't see Pastor Melissa that way. You're going to. I see her hands like that. But yeah. <laughs> Isn't he cute? He's so cute. Oh, my God. I saw her eyebrows. Okay. Pastor Melissa? I saw her eyebrows. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. He's coming back again like last. I see him now in the further back too. Wait, is that Pastor? That's not Abraham. No, that's somebody else. Somebody else. Oh, that's a woman. That's right. My bad. I'm so sorry. You're. But you could see it. You could see her. I could see you though. Normally I couldn't. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, I see her too. I can see. I, oh, I, let me see. The one right next to that guy in the back. I see her a little better. I'm seeing her a little, I'm seeing Pastor Melissa a little better now, actually. She's clearing up. Yeah. What do you? I'm seeing eyes. Oh, eyes. Seeing eyes now? Okay, everybody just continue to extend your hands. Do you see what God's doing? Yeah, we're going to just thank him. We're just going to thank. God loves him so much, and he wants him healed. He already purchased that healing for him on the cross, right? Thank you, Father. I, I love his faith. I love his excitement. I love this simple faith, this joy that I see upon this man. And I'm so happy for what, Lord, I'm happy for what you're doing for him. We're so grateful. So more, Lord, more, Lord, more, Lord. Yes, Father, more, Lord. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Abba. Nothing is impossible for those who believe, church. Nothing is impossible. What else is clearing up? I can see your black hair now. Pastor Melissa? Yeah, Pastor Melissa. Sorry about that. You couldn't see her black hair before. Before, yeah. But I saw it last time I came, though. And now I'm starting to see again, yeah. God's opening his eyes, church. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. All the way. Heal my eyes all the way once again, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 100%. 100%. 100%, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father God, could you stand his stomach? In the name of Jesus, son. Hey, every curse be broken off of him in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of defilement trying to come against him off right now. Every ungodly partnership, we break that soulish tie. We break every ungodly soul tie right now. We command it to go. We command it to go. We say it leaves right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Start looking. Tell me what's different. You see the eyebrow, the hairs, the hands. 
for Pastor Melissa, you're referring. You've seen other people's nose, so why can't you see her? So, Lord, if he's seen other people, their, fa their features, we thank you. Also, Pastor Melissa, we speak clarity over her right now. Clarity over his eyes for her right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. I'm going to put my hands over your eyes for a moment. over these eyes and the light of Christ to enter into them in the name of Jesus. Praise God. I want you to open and I want you to focus again. Tell us what is different. Tell us what you can see. Thank you, Father. Focus on Pastor Melissa again. I see it just a lot better now. Hallelujah. Leopard, I think it's leopard. I don't know. And is it really leopard? Oh, what? That's crazy. I didn't see that before. I couldn't see what it was. But now I see it. That's a trip. I can, I can see your coat a lot better, your shoes, your pants. I see the buttons. I think those are buttons. I don't know. Are those buttons? Yes. Oh gosh. Okay, cool. That's cool. All right. Fully. Yes, he is. He's wonderful. What's left? Just her eyes? What's left? Is that the only thing you can't see? <laughs> Better keep her straight. <laughs> is that the only thing you can't see? Their nose and the eyes. Decently well already, though. Yeah. That's good. Hallelujah. We're grateful, but we want you to see her eyes and her nose. That we're we're grateful, but we're, I'm going to have you stay right here. Okay, and I'm going to be back. But I want you to keep on praying. She's not going to move. And you're going to just continue to focus and to thank God. Because God has opened your sight again for the second time. Come on up, Mary. Praise the Lord. Come on up, Noemi. Just, just pray. Pray for him. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, come on up. I'll pray for you. How, how, what do you need prayer for? Okay. Okay. Oh, hip rotation in the name of Jesus right now. Look at me. Hips rotate. joint pain okay you we should get you a chair would that be a good idea I think so yeah, yeah let's get you a chair okay so lungs and then really bad joint pain and you can stand I don't want you to sit yet but where is the joint pain knees knees take authority over that inflammation and over that joint pain right now. I command that joint pain to go right now off of her now. Go now. All of it. 
it, all of it. I rebuke it right now. Thank you, Father, healing her lungs. Thank you, Father God, healing every disease has to go right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. With ease, you shall walk. With ease. Fear, go right now. Stress, leave right now. In the name of Jesus, we sever all ungodly spirits and every, every generational curse. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let the glory of God finish what you have started. I thank you for healing her. Wow, Lord. Emotional pain being healed right now. Tied. It's tied to your knees. It's tied to the joint pain. Tied to the lungs. I thank you, Lord God, touching her lungs right now. You, did you say COPD? Did you say? Yeah. So we just we speak to that COPD. We speak healing. Breath of God. I'm going to shake a deep breath. Let the breath of God. Let the breath of God enter. Let the breath of God. Peace is your portion. There we go. There it is. There it is. It's settling. He's settling in you. There we go. Now I'm going to have you stand up. Thank you, Father. Okay. Be still and know that he is God. Be still and know he's your healer. He's your healer. I want you to start moving your knees. Just move your knees. All pain go. Move your knee. Oh, okay. So a lot of the pain left already? A lot of the pain in her knees already left. Now she's telling me that one of her legs she thinks is shorter. So go ahead and sit all the way back in the chair. And I'm going to have you extend your legs. Do you know which one's shorter? It's hard to tell with your shoes. I mean, this one, yeah. Point your toes, yeah. Okay. Is it this one that's just a tad bit sh shorter? Yeah, okay. It's very small, but, you know, even just a little bit will we'll take everything out of alignment. So I take authority right now over this. Command that leg to grow. Yep, hips back right now. I command this leg to grow. I command any stubborn spirit, any spirit of witchcraft to be removed from her right now. I rebuke you, and I say out. out. Out of her hip, out of her spine, out of her joints. Leg grow. Leg grow. Leg grow. Leg grow. Leg grow. In Jesus' name. Now, I want you to tell me what's going on. Can you feel what God is doing? What is he doing? He's growing it. He's growing my leg, yeah. How can you tell? I could feel the warmth. <laughs> Oh, that was a lame praise. She just got done telling us that she can feel the warmth, that her leg is growing and she can feel the warmth. Praise you, Jesus. Okay, now let's get her, let's have her stand up. All pain is gone out of your body. I'm gonna have you walk, bending your legs. Tell us what's going on. Tell us, tell us, tell us. Turn around, face them. T what? It's tell us. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> she said it's gone. Her knee pain. How long had you had that knee pain? Huh? A couple of months. But that knee pain. Here, let's let's move here. Let's, let's go over a little bit. Can you guys all hear? Can you guys? Are you all paying attention? Her knee pain. Both legs. Both of them. Inflammation. And it's gone in Jesus' name. It's gone. Hallelujah. Praise. And her leg grew out. Thank you, Jesus. He's the healer, huh? 
And he loves you so much, woman of God. He loves you so much. Praise you, Father. I feel like the Lord wants to continue to pray for your heart, though. I can't, I can't call on you, Pastor Melissa, because you're the, you're the focus. You're the target. you got to stay put. you you got to stay. Whoa, she got to stay put. That's what she has to do. Feel the Holy Spirit so strong, so strong, so strong, so strong. Yes, Pastor Jennifer, could you, she just needs prayer for her heart. Yeah, emotions. Wow, I kind of feel the, I can feel the glory on my legs, the back of my legs again. Who else needs, you all need prayer. You all need prayer. Okay, you need prayer. Let me, let me pray for you. Come on over here. You back of your knees? The back of your knees? What's going on with the back of your knees? They what? Dislocated her knee three months ago. Torn ligaments. Torn meniscus. And which is it? Which the right one? And so there's pain in that one. A lot of pain. She can't kneel. Okay. So Church of God. <laughs> um are you guys going to extend your hands and pray in faith with me? <laughs> because you're about ready to get healed in the name of Jesus. The fire of God destroy every demonic assignment. I take authority over that pain. I command it to go. Every place of weakness, I command it to go. Disease, leave her body. Witchcraft assignment, leave her body. Torn meniscus no more. Thank you, Father. She will kneel with flexibility without pain. Thank you, Father. She is a worshiper of the Most High God. She's a worshiper of the Most High God. And when we are worshipers, all we want to do is be at His feet. And so you're not going to be robbed of that. You're a worshiper. Oh, thank you, Lord. Wow. Wow. Glory to God. Test it now. Test it. Tell me, tell me how you're doing. You couldn't do this before. Wow. Okay. She couldn't do this before, but she can now. And there's a little, there's still pain? Okay. Is it less? The pain is a lot less. I saw that. The pain is a lot less. And she can do this, this bounce that she couldn't do before. So now all pain goes and she's going to be able to kneel. Who has faith for this in this room? All pain goes and she will be able to kneel without pain. Glory. <laughs> Woo, there it is. There it is. Wow. Ah, there is the glory of God filling you right now, woman of God. With ease. It's filling you right now. Thank you, Father. I want you to go ahead and test it now. <laughs> what, what couldn't you do? That. Rotate her leg like this before. Wow. Woo! 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 Hallelujah! <laughs> well, she's gonna kneel. Well, she's kneeling. Well, she's kneeling. We got you. We got you. She's kneeling alone. Thank you, Lord, my God. 
look at Jesus. Look at look at this. For those of you who are in the back, if you want to come stand up and watch, I mean, she's like, her hand is like pounding the carpet like she can't stop. <laughs> it's the power of God. I can barely move from where I'm at. I can feel it. It's very strong. Can, I'm just going to stand right here because my feet are like planted on the ground. Like I, It's like I can't move. I'm not going to force it, you know? How can I pray for you? Jesus. Have you forgiven him? No? It's hard. There's still layers of forgiveness. So, Father, as she makes the decision to start to forgive, and his forgiveness many times is a process. Lord God, I thank you for helping your beloved daughter through that process. Lord, I thank you that every scale comes in, coming off of her heart right now, unforgiveness, the spirit of unforgiveness must leave her right now. I'm going to have you look at me because forgiving is one thing, but the spirit of unforgiveness is another. So I take authority over the spirit of unforgiveness, and I command it to leave you right now that you will be able to forgive. Father God, I thank you for touching her heart right now, filling her, baptizing her, with the Holy Spirit, with the love of God. Father, I thank you more. I want you to let him come touch you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There it is. The power of God to heal you. He's healing your heart, woman of God. Just out of your own mouth, say, I choose to forgive him. I release him. I release anything he's ever done to me. Do you have children? Yeah, so as well as to them, right? There is a real deep wound when, when an ex does things and it's not just to you but it's real, it's also to your children we're talking major right it's one thing to have something done to you but it's a whole nother level when it's also done to your children how many of you guys know what I'm talking about we're talking a whole nother level of pain right so right now we're gonna release those kids we're gonna release that man to Jesus just forgive him let him go let him go we sever right now out of the layers of your soul. We command that spirit to leave out of you, that spirit of unforgiveness, hardness of heart, bitterness, go. Bitter, look at me. Bitterness, go. Unforgiveness, go. It's keeping you in a prison. Command it to go right now. You're not going to walk out of this place in a prison. You're not going to walk out of this place in a prison. You're walking out of this place free. You are free. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. In the name of Jesus. Every place of pain go right now. I uproot it. I command it to be removed. Every scale, every, every, every dagger off. There you go. Wow. Now I'm going to take a deep breath. And let the spirit of God and his peace right now fill you. Yep, yep. Transform you. Let him fill you. Let him fill you. There we go. Oh, hallelujah. Ask him to bless you. Lord, would you bless me with joy, with faith, with hope, with hope. Come on, he's blessing you with joy, with faith, with hope. Wow, there it is. You're filling it right now. He's filling you with joy, with faith, with hope. You are not, you are not going to walk out the way you came in. God is setting you free. God is setting you free right now. Can you guys see this? God is setting her free. What's happening inside? What's, what's going on? There's a shift that just happened in your heart. Yes, your heart's beating fast. That's the power of God. Yeah, what else?
Yes, you can tell. She can tell God is doing something in your, it's, he's doing something in your heart right now. I want you to worship him. Just lift your hands up before him right now. Say, I trust you, Lord. <laughs> Sorry. I trust you, Lord. How's our friend doing? He can see her nose a little bit now. Woo! Keep going. Keep going. You can see in and out. Okay, they're going to keep praying. Hallelujah. Oh. Wow. That's okay. That's okay. God is touching you. God is touching your heart. Let it go. You have too much you're still carrying. Let it go. All that weight off your shoulders. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Say, Jesus, take me. Take me. I'm yours. Take me. I'm yours. But God is, he's the healer. Wounded heart no more. He's going to give you a perspective that you did not have before. He's giving you the right view, right vision, right heart. The ability to see as God sees. Woman of God, you're not, you're not the same old person. You're a new creation in Christ. And you're rising up in strength and in victory. You are rising up in strength and in victory. And God is your forward guard. He's your rear guard. He's giving you favor. And he's going to show you exactly what to do, where to go, what you need for yourself, for your children. Rise up. Rise up. You are being empowered by the Holy Ghost. Rise up. Rise up. Hey! Wow. So right there, there was a shift in your spirit. Can you tell? Did you feel that shift? Yeah. Your, your soul went down. Your spirit rose up. And that's how we walk. Long time. And I got mad at God because I found out um, what me and my husband were going through. I didn't know. And I got mad at God. And I walked away from God. And I know that God loves me. And I know that God loves me. And I needed it. My mom invited me. That's my mom. And I knew I wanted to hear from the Lord today. I told God, I said I was in the shower and I said, God, I, I want to hear from you today. Honey, you're hearing from him right now. You're hearing from what's your name? Maddie, you're hearing from him right now that your sins are removed your stains are removed that what's been done against you that he's removing that pain that grief that guilt that why me he's removing right now the shame when you found out what was going on he's removing that shame right now right now I command that shame to leave her that shame must go there you go all of it has to leave you right now yes that self lack of worth right now Oh, it all has to leave her right now in the name of Jesus. You are the beloved daughter of the king, and he loves you so much. You're not going to let some guy ruin your future. I'm sorry, but nobody's worth that. Uh-uh, no way. You're going to rise up, woman, rising up right now. 
no person, no man, no woman is worth the glory of God in your life. None. Hey, shift. Yeah, you're new now. There, there's a shift in you. You guys see her beautiful face, like smiling. Glory to God. Come on up. Uh, you guys are together. What's your name? Rachel. How can I pray for you, Rachel? Shoulder. Shoulder, nerve pain, tightness in your spine. Headaches leads to headaches. Okay, so right now we're going to... Amen. Amen. Can you lift your hands up? Shoulder pain, spine. What else? Oh, your hip too? Okay, just lift your hands up to the Lord. Father, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, I thank you for touching this beautiful vessel of God, your beloved daughter. I thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against her is going to prosper. I command that stress to leave her right now. I command that pain to leave her right now. I take authority over every place of limitation in your shoulder, neck, spine, hip. All of it goes right now. Any pain to leave you right now. There it is in the glory of God. In the realm of God's glory. Wow. Weight be removed. Oppression be removed right now. And let God's power fill you. Now I want you to start moving your shoulder. I want you to start moving your arm. I want you to test things. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Wow. She says, wow. Tell me what wow is. Well, I, I don't know if you felt the cracking right here, but there's like, there was heat and I haven't, I'll tell you. Yeah. Like, so I, I, I like to, for me to test my shoulder, how it's always worked was when I take a shower, I wash my, my bath. Yeah. And now I could do this again. And you couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I haven't been able to do it in like two and a half years. Yeah. And now you can do it without pain. I mean, I feel hotness and heat right here. Feel the heat. I feel a lot of heat right here, but I can move it. I can do what I couldn't do before. Did you feel heat before? Like when you first walked in? No, because that's the power of God. That heat is the power of God, literally healing your whole shoulder, your whole skeletal system. That's why you can do what you couldn't do before. I, I wasn't able to. Give God the glory. Praise the Lord. How about the hip? You said something about your hip, too. Test your hip, too. It aches a lot. And is it still right now? A little bit? Okay. So all that hip aching has to go in the name of Jesus. All your bones, joints, ligaments, tendons being healed right now in the name of Jesus. Transforming her, Father God. Hallelujah. Yes, hip align, align. I want you to have walk. Come walk. This is your daughter. This is not your daughter. That's your da you guys are friends with her, right? Come on. We'll go ahead and walk up and down and come back. Pastor Jeff will, will help her up. Let, let's hear. Let's walk. He'll, he'll get her up. It's okay. Test your hip. Test your hip. Turn around. Come back. Hallelujah. How's your hip? How's your hip? Any pain? Feels normal. No pain. Woo! Give God the glory. Hallelujah. Let, let's pray. I need a catcher. Thank you, Ellen. 
Lift your hands before the Lord. He already knows. He already knows. He already knows and he's already taken care of it. All of it right now. Leave her body. Leave her body. Go. Hey, come. Leave her in Jesus' name. Take a step. I don't want you falling into the chair. Lord, let the glory of God fill her, Lord, fill her, Lord. How can I pray for you? Come this way. How can I pray for you? start to pray, okay? You saw that before. What else? Fingers, buttons. Fully, 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 fully. It is finished. Fully, fully. It is finished. Open your eyes. Fully, fully. Test it, test it, test it. What else can you see? Glory to God. It doesn't look like it's our shadow. I see your forehead, cheeks. Amen. Forehead, cheeks. What else? More God. Yes. What can you not? Can you see your teeth? I see the teeth every now and then. Well, come on. You didn't tell me that before. I can't see them fully all the time. Can't see them fully all the time. So all the time fully, you're going to see her teeth. All of them. They're beautifully white. Yes. And you're going to see them all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Keep going. Ladies, keep praying for him. I want to pray for you. Wait, wait, wait. What? Oh, yeah. She's laughing. You see her teeth. Oh. She's asleep. She's asleep in the glory. I think that's beautiful. How old is she? two and a half oh my goodness that's the best place to sleep is in the glory of God here come come stand over here okay how can I pray for you okay amen of course nothing is impossible okay what's going on with your eyesight so sometimes it's just a little off. Okay. So in the name of Jesus, we take authority right now over the eyesight that's sometimes not focused and clear. And I take authority. I command that right 
that those eyes right now to be in full vision, full sight, restoration of sight right now in Jesus' name. Every spirit of blindness, every spirit of limitation goes right now in Jesus' name. Yep, same with the teeth. Restoring, restoring. continue to pray for him see God is restoring families like what you see over here with this gentleman where else can you go when you've got some real serious stuff going on I mean we should be able to go to church and get prayer should be a hospital just clarity in your sight in your eyes yeah because you can see yeah okay eyes you said liver you said kidney right look at me in the name of Jesus I take authority over every assignment that's trying to limit your health I command right now every demon spirit that wants to keep you in a place of bondage and sickness and disease to be removed right now up up rising up rising up and leaving in the name of Jesus right now we always decree the finger of God destroying every ailment every ailment goes right now oh I thank you every organ every system in her body right now being healed and restored we take authority over generational curses we command them to be removed in the name of Jesus oh hallelujah fire how are you doing? You can kneel without pain. You, just a little bit of pain, but you can kneel. Let's see. How does that, how do you feel? Okay, so just a little, but you can kneel, but there's a tiny bit of pain. And you couldn't kneel before at all. Okay, I'm gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna come right back. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Rest. Yes, God. Yes. Yes. The promises of God are yes and amen. All of them. All of them. For you. The promises of God are yes and amen. And you are not limited. You are not bound by your past. You are not limited by any any assignment because you are free woman of God and so you're gonna rise up you're gonna walk in victory you're walking in victory today you're walking in victory today in the name of Jesus even that little bit of pain goes even that little bit of pain right now I command it to go all of it in the name of Jesus any little twitch has to go any small residue has to go we thank you father for healing her at the root from the root from the root from the root you test it before we are done I want you to give us your testimony I, woman of God come stand up I love when I get to pray for you 
Yes, because every time you come, you've been getting healed more and more and more. When she first came, the doctors said, well, she had, they, they said uh, Parkinson's. And she's been coming for like a little bit now. And here, let me have your hand. I speak to, and she's been getting healed every time she comes, more and more, to the point to where the doctors have said there's remarkable, a noticeable change. And so, Lord God, I thank you. We want it all. We want it all. I speak to this hand right now. I command the, the paralysis to be, to be removed right now. I take authority right now over this hand. I command it to straighten up. Bones straighten up. Bones straighten up. I thank you, Father. Yeah, there we go. Bones straighten up in the name of Jesus. I thank you for your peace. I thank you. Look at how easy that was. I thank you for your peace, Lord God. I thank you for your healing. Now, Lord God, I thank you that our brain, rewiring her brain, Father, that her brain, Lord God, will send the right, the right signals to her hand. Be healed. Be at peace. Be healed. Be at peace. Look at me. Healed in Jesus' name. Yes, in Jesus' name. You used to not be able to walk. The way you're walking now, and now you're walking. Let's walk. See, if you guys would have seen her before, you would know. Like, God is doing an incredible thing. Incredible thing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, look at me. Hand. I speak the peace of God. There we go. There we go. Totally. Completely. I'm sorry, it wouldn't do that before? No, but now it is, because God's healing you. And every time that you come, we continue to stand firm in faith and pray for you, woman of God. And you have faith. You're a woman of faith, and you're going to heal. Amen. We love you. Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who's that? How's your knee? Any pain left? just in the very back just it's like less and less praise you lord okay let's let's um i'm gonna have can you stand behind a few of them because i'm gonna go a little fast uh, let me tell you the the spirit of god is moving in this room and he can do he can do it like this quickly right so right now in the name of jesus thank you thank you yeah just line up line up for prayer <laughs> Thank you, Father, resistance spirit lever right now. Line up for prayer. Thank you, Lord. Lungs being healed right now. Body being restored right now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to pray for you first. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord God. You know, you know. Thank you, Abba. Glory to God. Fill her up, fill her up. Oh, right here, right here, yeah, right here. You're back. Okay, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's better. So the back has all yeah, pain leave right now. Any weakness go right now. Thank you, Father. Strengthening this back. In the name of Jesus, all pain leave right now. All pain leave. I want you to look at me. Stress leave right now. Stress go. I want you to bend forward. Stress go. I want you to bend forward. Bend forward. Bend forward. Bend forward. Bend. 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 Again. Again. Hallelujah. One more time. Key in the mother of both say. Okay, stop. Yes. Now tell me what Jesus has just done. Woo. How is it? Much better. Much better. <laughs> is there a little bit still left of pain? No? 
Just checking. <laughs> All right, you're done. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? Hallelujah. Oh, come on, come on. Come on up, she says. No, you don't have to go back. You, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody knows where to stand. Come, come. All right, you're going to. He's a gentleman. He's letting you go first. All right. How can I pray for you? Every area? Okay. Okay. Every area. And Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Okay. And Jesus is your Lord and your Savior. Amen. Are you filled with the Holy Ghost? Do you speak in tongues? Yes. Okay, good. Father, I thank you right now. She said every area of our life. Can you look at me? I take authority over every demonic spirit trying to plague every area of your life. And I say it leaves right now. Be loosed off of her right now. Be loosed off of her right now. Hey, be healed in the name of Jesus. Every area of her life. Every area of her life. Body, soul, spirit. Every area of her life. I thank you, Lord God, for the healing power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bless her in the name of Jesus. We bless her. We bless him in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Woman of God, just stay down because God is moving on you right now. You're being healed every area of your life. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for this one. I thank you, Father. Wow, glory. Take them more realm of glory. Rise up. Your spirit. So go down. Spirit rise up. There we go. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. She wants it all. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? So Father, we bless her. We bless her. You are her forward guard and her rear guard. And I thank you, Father, for filling her up. Uh, fire of God. <laughs> Fill her up. Thank you, Lord. Take you. Okay. More, Lord. Thank you, Father, for sealing what you are doing. You are sealing. Yes. Sealing with the blood of the Lamb. Be sealed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. I know. I know you were the, but I still want to pray for you. You're like, eh. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. More joy. More joy. Come on, stand up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Okay, we're about ready to transition. Wow, wow, wow. God's doing something deep within you. Jesus, hallelujah. I love that. I love that. So precious. Wow. Yes. We bless you with more, Pastor VJ. We bless you. We bless him. We bless you with more. <laughs> I don't know why they're laughing. <laughs> Where are my shoes? There they are. Thank you, Jesus. Did I miss you? Are you here for prayer too? I don't know if you're a catcher or you just want prayer. So, Father, we thank you for both. We thank you for both. We say, Father, oh, from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Glory of God. Fill him. Touch him. Favor. The favor of God on his life. The favor of God. Amen.
Look how good God is. of everybody on the floor here and that's all right the other half is in their seat <laughs> we got a two-year-old sleeping in the glory under the glory even the laughing's not waking her up praise you lord A lot of healing testimonies tonight. Are we going to give God the glory one more time? Thank you. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for Pastor James. We bless him, Lord God. I thank you for touching and healing him as well. I thank you that you are his healer, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, no weapon formed against him shall prosper. I thank you, Lord God, for the sound of heaven that comes forth out of him, Lord God. Bless him, bless his family in a mighty way, Father. You are that hedge of protection, that shield all about him. And we thank you for what you're doing. We seal it. And we believe in faith that God is always doing something, all right? Of course, we, get to, we have the benefit of seeing God move. We have the benefit, we have this privilege of seeing God move. Is everything okay over there? Everything okay? Yes? Who? Oh, this guy. Does this guy want to come up? Oh, well, no, you don't want to come up? No? That's okay. You can lift your hands up where you are. Is that good? No? Okay. We bless you anyways. So, <laughs> praise the Lord. Hallelujah! <laughs> you know how it goes. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Father, we seal what you've just done and we thank you. We decree the blood of Jesus. I decree it over all of you right now. Over all of you right now. Father, not one person is going to lose their healing. And they're going to walk in the wisdom that I already spoke about. They're going to walk in the wisdom, and they're not going to throw their pearls to the swine. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, church. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, I want you to open your Bibles up. I want you to get your notepads, something to write with. Who's ready for the Word? We're ready for the Word of God because the Word of God is changing us, healing us, growing us, and causing us to rise up in victory in every area. Right? Amen? So we're going to be Berean. Good, faithful Bereans. Studying. Faithfully studying. Amen? So right now, I take authority over any and all distractions. I bind all distractions right now in the name of Jesus, and I draw the bloodline right now. And I decree right now, no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. And we shut up every, every voice, every negative spirit, every lying spirit. We shut it right now. Every contradictory spirit, we shut it right now. And I thank you, Lord, for your glory. I thank you for your power in the mighty name of Jesus. And all of God's children said, Amen. Amen. Is it good or is it God? That's the title of my message tonight. Is it good or is it God? Good is the enemy of best. Do we know this? Some of us do. Good is the enemy of best. By the time this message is over, you're going to know. See, I'm going to know. 
because you're going to teach me, and I'm going to learn in Jesus' name. So if you can trust God for the promises, will you trust God in the promises? If you can trust God for his promises, and we know his promises are yes and amen. If you can trust God for the promises, will you trust God in the promises? So first, or second Corinthians, excuse me, second Corinthians 120. It says, for all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us, all the promises of God. I think we know the scripture, most of us, right? The Lord is looking for your faithful participation, church. He is looking for your faithful participation, not your own logical leading. Amen. Too many Christians try to lead by their own logic, but God just wants your faithful participation. Amen. So all too often, people make decisions based on emotions, uh, based on logic, based on what others are doing, but not based on the perfect will of God, right? So we're going to look at Abraham, an Old Testament example. He is given a promise in Genesis chapter 12, and we're going to look there in a moment. But in Genesis chapter 12, he's given a promise. And this promise is, is that he's going to become a great nation. He's going to become a great nation. His offspring will possess, possess the land, and through him, all nations of the earth will be blessed. This is a promise that was given to Abraham. Now in Galatians 3:29, this is what the word of God says. It says, "And if if you, that's all of you, if you are in Christ, then you are Abraham's seed." Right? And heirs according to the promise. The promise that was made to him, which means every believer has this promise of being blessed. Every believer has this promise for we are heirs of God. Say it with me. Heirs of God. Okay. And of Abraham's seed. It's promised to you by God. So Abraham is known as the father of faith. I think most of us know that. And he was a mighty man of God. But even this mighty man of God made some decisions that were not God's best for him. Twice, Abraham, out of fear for his own life, lied about his relationship with his wife. And he told the Egyptians, and later again, he told Abimelech that Sarah, his wife, was his sister. So in Genesis chapter 12, there was a famine in the land. And Abram, at the time, his name was Abram, went down to dwell in Egypt. And he told, he told Sarai, because that's what her name was at first, he told Sarai to lie and to say to the Egyptians that she was his sister so that his life could be spared. Let's read Genesis 12 and starting in verse 12. We're going to go from 12 through 15. It says, therefore... It will happen when the Egyptians see you that they will say, this is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Please, Abram's talking to Sarah, please say you are my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake and that I may live because of you. So it was when Abram came into Egypt that the Egyptians 
saw the woman, and she was very beautiful. And the princes of Pharaoh also saw and commended her to Pharaoh. And the woman was taken to Pharaoh's house. So Abraham asked his, his wife to lie and because he wanted his life spared. And so she does. And the very thing that he, he was fearful of, he was fearful that he was going to be killed on her behalf on account of the fact that she was so beautiful. She gets taken. They literally take her into, into their, their place there. But when we see what happens next, God is on the throne. He does not. He doesn't shift. He doesn't change. He's not, he doesn't change or shift like a, like a shadow, right? So the Lord, what he did was he plagued Pharaoh. He plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, his Abram's wife. And he sent Sarai back to Abraham without being touched. When God has a plan and his will, and of course his will will stand always. So let's read in Genesis 12, starting in verse 17. I want you to read and see in the word of God exactly what I just got done telling you. So starting in verse 17. It says, but the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, because of Sarah, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and he said, what is it that you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? I might have taken her as my wife. Now, therefore, go. Here is your wife. Take her and go your way. So the Lord plagues Pharaoh, and, and he's saying, wait, 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 what's going on here? Like, this is something that's not right here. You have told me that this is your sister, but there was the fear of God in this man to know something is wrong. Look at all the plagues that are happening. And he questioned Abram, and Abram told him the truth, right? That wasn't the only time that Abram said Sarah was his, his sister. That wasn't the only time. So the second time, again, we read it, but this time it's in, it's in Genesis 20. And this is when Abram told Abimelech that Sarah was his sister instead of his wife, again, for fear that his life would be taken. So turn your Bibles to Genesis 20. And I want you to see in verse 11, 20 and verse 11. It says, and Abraham said, because I thought, surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will kill me on account of my wife. Again, a fearful, coward, cowardice move, right? He, and he did it again. And so the truth is, church, that she was half his sister, but half a truth is still a whole lie. Half a truth is still a lie. It's still a whole lie. His fear caused him to speak out, and he, he, his fear caused him to speak and to get himself in trouble, not once, not twice. And this was a man of God. This was a man that feared God. This was a man that, the Bible says, you know, a man of faith, father of faith, right? But everybody can make a mistake, even multiple times. Amen. Thank God for the mercy of God. Amen. But since this promise of becoming a great nation came from God... That promise came from God. The promises that he's made for you, they, you know, the ones that came from God, God's going to make sure those promises come to pass. So since this promise of him becoming a great nation literally came from God, okay, 
Is he not able to bring it to pass? Is he not able to bring to pass what he has spoken? Of course. So if you can trust God for the promises, will you trust God in the promises? Yes, we will. In Genesis 20, we are told how Sarah was taken by Abimelech and had she gotten pregnant, had, okay, had she gotten pregnant, that would have resulted in God's plan being usurped and violated in Abraham's life. But rest assured, God would have used someone else. He would have done something else to accomplish his purposes for a great nation. Amen. He is not at our beck and call. The person that loses is us when we're in disobedience, Amen. right? Because God will make sure his plan comes to, comes to uh, pass. Malachi 3, 6, for I, the Lord, do not change. God doesn't change. Isaiah 40, verse 8, the grass withers, the flowers fades, but the word of our God stands forever. Numbers 23, 19, God is not a man that he should lie, okay, or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? Absolutely. So what was, what was Abraham doing? What was this man of faith doing, not once but twice, trying to manipulate the outcome? He was trying to manipulate the outcome. Anytime you feel like you need to make something happen, watch out. You're trying to manipulate the outcome. Does God need your help? No. He wants your partnership, but does he need your help? No. So anytime you're trying to make something happen, you know, you might be manipulating, okay, the outcome, and that is never of God. If the Lord has spoken, then he will direct your steps, but you must be aware of manipulation. Amen. I'm going to amen myself as well. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. I'm going to amen myself. Amen. Hallelujah. And it takes the wisdom of God to know when this is happening. It takes the wisdom of God, the discernment of God. See, the enemy will try to engage you in manipulating the situation when you think it's not going as you thought it should. Okay? He wants your surrendered obedience. In Genesis 3.1, and we all know this, in Genesis 3.1, the serpent, this is what it says. Now the serpent was more cunning, or in some versions it'll say crafty. Okay, the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree in the garden? That is not what God said. What is happening here? The serpent was manipulating, twisting, turning, perverting, just a little bit, just a little off. A little bit off is going to get you way off. Yeah, it's going to, hallelujah, whoever said that. So the etymology of the word crafty, this is what it means. Etymology is when you break the word down and you take it to the root. The etymology of the word crafty means to be cunning. It means manipulating. It means giving dishonest counsel. It means to achieve one's means by deceit. And it means, it means to be subtle. The enemy is subtle. Amen. He is subtle. 
okay? We must always seek the Lord in everything and make sure you are not being manipulated. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, you're not being manipulated, nor are you manipulating the outcome. Because you could be on either side of that, of that fence. And either side is good. Something may be of God for somebody else, but it may not be of God for you. In other words, if God has called you to preach the word of God, okay, if he's called you to preach the word of God and to be in full-time ministry, then that is the perfect will of God for you, if God has called you to that. It's, it is not the perfect will of God for everybody to be in full-time ministry, right? If you persist in pursuing what others have because you want that, because you see, well, it's good for them, okay? Good is the enemy of best. You will never achieve the fullness of what God has called you to do if you're looking at another man's field. Amen. You have to look to what God is saying, right? Hence, good is the enemy of best. So the only safe place to be, the only safe place to be, is in the perfect will of God. Just because it is God's will for someone else doesn't mean that it is God's will for you, okay? Um, if, if it's good, uh, if it's good and if it's of God for some, I mean, think about it, dentists, doctors, lawyers, teachers, you know, on and on and on, okay? But is everyone to be such? Of course not, right? When you follow others into what they deem good, you may miss out on God's best for your life. Get your eyes off of people and keep your eyes on the Lord. When you're following somebody else's path, you will miss out on God's best for you. And I didn't think that was the church that I preached at. I believe that God has his spirit upon you and you are focused on what he's called you to and not somebody else. Is that true? Amen. Amen. Because maybe they were called to publish, be a published author, and maybe you were not. And so stop trying to do something that God hasn't called you to do. Because let me tell you, it's going to end up in what? I can wrap it up in one word, frustration. You'll end up frustrated. So if you settle on someone else's calling, you will miss your own. I'm going to say it again just because I can. If you settle on someone else's calling, you will miss your own. Nobody wants to miss their own. More importantly, you grieve the heart of God. And his plans for you, we know, are always good and perfect. Jeremiah 29, 11. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. And God has thoughts towards you. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. There are thoughts of peace, right? Not of evil. To give you a future. To give you a hope. God has his good thoughts towards you. He has a plan for you. Amen. Will you join yourself... Well, I'm sorry, what you join yourself determines your destiny. What you join yourself to, it determines your destiny. Who you connect yourself with also determines your destiny, good or bad. So the decisions that you make set you up for a certain outcome. Are we all following? The decisions that we make literally set us up for a specific outcome. Mm -hmm. And God has a perfect plan. And we all want to fulfill that perfect plan. We all want to fulfill that perfect plan. Is that right, gentlemen in the back? Yes, we want to fulfill that perfect plan. Let's stay focused. Yes. Okay? 
The Lord is looking for your faithful participation towards him and not your own logical thinking. The reason that I repeat certain phrases is because there is a need to repeat certain phrases. You know, the enemy does not want you to hear the fullness, not just what I'm saying, but for you to get the revelation of what I'm saying. I will not stand back and allow you to be deceived or any deaf and dumb spirit to be allowed to stay on you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Your blood is not going to be on my hands. Hallelujah. Don't make decisions based on emotions, on logic, or based on what other people are doing, but on the perfect will of God. I am sure, if asked, Judas would have chosen a different path, right? I'm sure if any of us would have asked Judas, he would have chosen a different path, right? He, he would have said, wow, if I would have known that was the outcome, I would have never done that. I would have never gone there. Same thing, I'm quite sure, I'm quite sure and quite certain that King Saul would have also rethought his persistent defiance had he known the kingdom would have been taken from him. Because that's what happened. The kingdom of God was taken from him. The Lord told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1, 5, before I formed you, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you and I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. This is what he told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1, 5. Again, just because Jeremiah was called to be a prophet to the nations doesn't mean everybody is called to be a prophet. But rest assured, God has an amazing, incredible plan for your life. Right? So we have to be focused on our assignment and not get carried away by every other good thing. Yeah? So again, is it good or is it God in your life? Because good is the enemy of best. We're going to trust God, not just for the promises, but we're going to trust him in and through the promises. Okay? Another misstep in the waiting. While they waited for God's promise to be fulfilled, Sarah grew tired, right? She grew tired, and she told Abraham to have a child with her servant, Hagar. And Abraham followed through. Like, I don't know which one is more absurd. I don't know which one's more absurd. Sarah's instruction or Abraham's follow-through. Seriously? Like, the whole thing is crazy. No, no, and no again. But they went through with it. They went through with it, hence the dangers of midway promises. God already promised. He already promised that he was going to have a son. And, he, this, and your seed is going to be, it's going to be nations. Can you count the stars? No, exactly. So shall the seed be that comes forth from you. He already promised. But see, Abraham felt like, and Sarah, had, they had to help God out. Anytime you feel like you have to help God out, what happens, you, you start to create an Ishmael. And if you create an Ishmael, you're going to have to live with the Ishmael. And we don't want to create Ishmaels when Isaacs are what God has planned for you. Right? We don't need it. We don't want it. So it's easy to believe God at, at his promises, especially in the beginning. But sometimes midway, right, midway sometimes... People can kind of falter and make wrong decisions, get tired, get flushed. Maybe God is saying this. Well, maybe this and maybe that. That is the time to stay so focused and so in tune with what the Lord is saying because the enemy wants to rob from some of you. But he's not going to if you heed what I'm saying here tonight. Okay? So in this decision, both Sarah and Abraham, both of them are guilty, uh, the Ishmael was born. He, he, he was born. 
So we don't want to birth an Ishmael when an Isaac has been promised. In spite of these mistakes, though, God still protected his promise to Abraham because he is faithful. God is faithful. And in Psalm 119.89, this is what the word of the Lord says. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. It's forever, Lord. Your word is eternal, and it stands firm in the heavens. His word stands firm in the heavens. Okay? In your own life, you must know God's plans are for a good and perfect plan that he has for you. James 1.17 says every good and perfect gift. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of heavenly lights, of whom there is no variation, no shadow of turning. It's the good and perfect gift that God has planned, and, it, and he really does. He loves us to no end, but at the same time, we have to realize midway, midway promises, like, oh, it's only halfway, don't step in. Don't make your way. Don't try to make something happen. Be patient. Be patient. So the safest way to ensure that you don't get caught up in good when good is the, is the enemy of best, okay, is to slow down in your decision-making. Decisions that are made impulsively, okay, typically lead to loss. When we make impulsive decisions, quick, without, you know, they typically lead to loss, okay? All kinds of loss, loss of favor, loss of finances, loss of time, loss of reputation, loss of destiny, loss in every way. Right? So if you can trust God for the promises, then of course you can trust God in those promises. And you must ask yourself in every situation, is this, is it good or is it God for me? I'm, I'm going to have you say it out loud over yourself. Is this good or is this God for me? And that's the question. You have to start asking yourself, is this God for me? Because it might be good for somebody else and it may be best for somebody else, but is it God for me? Okay? And you know, God loves to answer when you genuinely ask him. Right? Our Lord loves, he talks to us all the time. And he wants to commune with us all the time. He is truly our faithful father. And he's so good. He is so good. And I, we're just so blessed that we can, we can come before his throne of grace all the time and just ask him and talk to him. Right? So in conclusion, the promises of God are all about God and not us. For some, that might be eye open, an eye-opener. I don't know. But the promises of God, everything he has promised you, it's really not about you. It is about God. It is about blessing him. It is about bringing glory to him. It is about shining forth his, his faithfulness in your life. It is all about exalting him. Psalm 115.1 says this says, not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name. To your name we give glory. Amen. Because of your mercy. Because of your truth. So the promises of God, God wants to bless us, but he wants that blessing to turn back into praise unto him. Amen. He wants to bless you. Don't get me wrong. It's just not all about you. He wants that blessing to be turned back into praise and adoration for him. So what God has called you to, okay, will, he will also be faithful to. What God has called you to, he will be faithful to. What you have called yourself to, you will have to provide for. Mm -hmm. So what you, have call, what you have called, you must keep. What God has called, he will keep. Let's say that together just because we can. What 
what we have called, we must keep. But what God has called, he will keep. Let's say it again. What we have called, we must keep. But what God has called, he will keep one more time. What we have called, we must keep. But what God has called, he will keep. God want, he wants to call you into incredible, like radical things that he only can provide for. He wants to call you into radical things that only the hand of God's moving in your life will it ever come accompl be accomplished and not your own. Okay? So, again, if, it is, if it's God in your life, we must only do that which is God. Good is the enemy of best. So is it good or is it God? I'm going to have you all stand up. I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We thank you, Father, for what you have already spoken today in your word. Father, we come before you right now, and I thank you that your word is powerful. I thank you that every single one in this room, Lord God, they hear the word. They've heard the word of God, and they are walking out changed stronger because the word is alive. And the word prospers us and pro continually prospers in the thing for which it was sent. So, Father, right now I thank you that as they heard, they, every one of them, as they heard the word of God, Lord God, that, that something inside of them shifted and just literally said, ah, oh, here's an area in my life where I need to make sure that I am doing the will of God and not what is good for somebody else. Uh, I thank you, Father God. Good is the enemy of best, and therefore we choose to keep ourselves in the perfect will of God, not easily swayed by every good thing. We will keep our eyes upon you and we will wait for your hand to guide us in our everyday life. And as your word states in Psalm 27, 14, it says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. We will wait on the Lord for great and perfect are your ways and are your ways to us, Father God. So right now, Lord God, in any place where there is a deaf and dumb spirit, where there is a dull spirit, we just take authority, we command it to go. For Lord God, they are being sharpened and strengthened. Their swords are literally being sharpened and strengthened. They're going to walk in the perfect will of God. Every one of them. I speak it over them and I prophesy it over them. They're going to walk in the perfect will of God. They're going to have the wisdom and discernment to know what is truly of God and what isn't. Father God, I thank you for the increased discernment right now. I thank you not only increased discernment, but also knowing who to partner with. We're going to partner with the right people. We're going to partner with people that God has called us to partner with. And we're going to be focused on our assignment. And we're not going to allow deception, manipulation to get into our lives. Father God, we lift up. Oh, we lift up your name right now. Just start to worship and praise him. We lift up your name right now. We thank you, King of kings and Lord of lords. I thank you, Lord God, for what you are doing. We say yes and amen to the fullness of God in our life. We thank you for the healings tonight. We thank you for the deliverance. We thank you for restoration. I thank you for their finances. There's multiplying. You're a God of abundance. Lord God, I thank you for the abundance in their lives right now. I thank you for closed deals. I thank you, Lord God, that deals are, Lord, those that are needing deals, Lord, those that are needing, um, you know, finances to come through, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. You're blessing the work of their hands. Their, their hands are blessed. They're favored of God. The favor of God is upon their life even now in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, I thank you for clarity to come into their minds, Lord God. I thank you for hearts that are opening up to the truth of God's will, Lord God. Your will, your perfect will, Lord God, that is what sets us free when we walk in the perfect will of God. So I decree that over all of us right now, transformation, transformation. 
transformation. We're being transformed. We're going to go by what is God's best and not just second choice. Thank you, Lord God. He doesn't have leftovers. He doesn't have stepchildren. I thank you, Lord God. Fullness, fullness, fullness over each and every one of you. You're going to dream the dreams of God. You're going to speak the things of God. You're going to come into agreement with the things of God. And you are being changed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Give God the glory. Woo! Hallelujah.